Well, sometimes the stars just align so nicely on on a day when not even that long ago when when a huge trailer comes out and Eddie Murphy back in action as Axel Foley. Uh, Adam Graham joins us, the film critic at the Detroit News. Adam, good to have you. Hey, it's good to be here. How's it going? Uh, well, you didn't know did, that trailer seen... was coming this morning. That trailer took I me had back no idea. And it all totally. the course of my morning. <laughs> and what did you think of it? Oh, you know what? Like, I was bummed slightly because I had to watch the trailer to write about it. Um, I, I don't watch trailers. I stopped doing that as a kind of job uh, precaution. Um, I find that it's best when I see movies when I just know as little as possible. And so I honestly, I don't watch trailers. So I had to watch this one. And you know what? It's just a teaser. They kind of hit the, they literally hit the notes on the original Axel F score. Um, this movie's been talked about forever. Um, the last Beverly Hills Cop Beverly Hills Cop 3 was 1994. We're talking 30 years or 40 years after the um, original Beverly Hills Cop. So I just want to, I just want to, I don't want to get it over with. Let's, let's, let's see Beverly Hills Cop 4 already. And then we can, um, then we can go from there. But look, when you, when you take this long off from a franchise, uh, it can be a good thing. And I hope that like they kind of retool, make the things that worked best about the first one pop again and um, anytime you see Eddie Murphy back in that Lions varsity coat, I think there's a little bit of uh, excitement around these parts. I said, I go, I, I forget the RoboCop statue. I need Axel. I need an Axel Foley statue in the, in the Lions jacket. What What is they the deal with the RoboCop statue? Do we know? Before the RoboCop thing ever gets up. <laughs> yeah, where where? Why isn't that thing up yet? It is a local mystery that every two or three years someone begins to unravel. And then they discover that it's ready to go up. It's, it, we're, we've, we're just clear, clearing those final hurdles. And then it goes away again. And I think the last time we went through this cycle was maybe 2022. So maybe okay. uh, like so the I'm Groundhog in 2024, it'll, we'll, we'll, the story will come back again. Yeah, all right. Fair enough. Um, all right. You got to settle. You got to settle. I, I guess you're the, you're, you're the voice of reason here. Die Hard, a Happy Christmas movie, yes or no? Yeah, 100% a Christmas movie, and not even in, like, on a technicality. Um, This is a movie where Run DMC's Christmas and Hollis is played. This is a movie where somebody has a machine, someone's killed, and it says, now I have a machine gun, ho, ho, ho. I mean, this Christmas is all over Die Hard. I I think it's 100%. Die Hard 2 is a Christmas movie as well. All right. Uh, I, I guess die I owe Brian two is underrated. or something. I'm not a big Die Hard fan anyway. Oh, come on. Uh, I know. I get a lot of flack it's for like, that. I it think is it's one a little of the purest, overrated. One of the purest, greatest, most simple and effective action movies of all time. There's a reason why it was the blueprint for action movies for like the next 15, 20 years after. It's, it's I just the best. It's hard for me to accept it as a Christmas movie. I understand it takes place during Christmas. It just, it doesn't, there's no, I need rosy cheeks and marshmallows in my hot chocolate. It's just, it's, it's, it's the antithesis of Christmas. Um, well, it's it's, all right, it's so, a different kind of Christmas movie, but it's definitely a Christmas movie. It's like Krampus or whatever. 
whatever it is. That's a Christmas movie too. If we're talking, yeah. look, there, there's Christmas movies that make you feel good inside, and Die Hard does make me feel good inside. But if that is a prerequisite, then it, you're just talking about a, a different kind of Christmas movie, but it's still a Christmas movie. Fair enough. All right. Uh, Apple's still an Apple. Uh, all right. L- yeah. Let's talk about this list of Christmas movies because, I mean, I think, you know, you, you, you it can get caught up because there's so many good ones out there. People like this one or that one. But what is if if you're uh, if you're talking to somebody who's, you know, wanting to sit down, binge Christmas movies, what are like <laughs> the top five, top ten that you got to get to? Well, you know, I think the the. Christmas movies are like Christmas traditions and whatever fits your tradition is kind of where your heart lies with these films. If you're, if if you, if you come up watching national lampoons, Christmas vacation every year, then that's kind of where, uh, you know, you have your own memories baked into that because it's, it's who you saw it with and in the setting and, you know, what blanket you were underneath and, and what cookies you were eating at the time. Uh, and for me, I, I've always been like, I'm just a big National Lampoon's uh, Christmas Vacation mm-hmm. guy. Um, and now we're now at the point in our culture where, you know, Clark Griswold's script uh, Chicago Bears corduroy hat yeah. has been has like come back in the culture like two or three times. And every year it's like, oh, my, he's, he's like. He's like a god of cool now in that in that super retro hat. Um, so I, I I don't know. You can I buy the jersey, movie. I think. Yeah, you can get the Griswold uh, Bears yeah. jersey, which is which is yeah. classic. Um, it's like the best Bears jersey you can wear because around here you can't get mad at anybody for wearing like a Griswold jersey. Um, Correct. So yeah, I, I love National Lampoons. I think that Elf, which I think we're on the twenty year anniversary of this year, um, was a really really nice addition to the Christmas canon. It's kind of like that pure childlike Will Ferrell performance. Um, maybe, maybe the best that he's done on screen. Uh, and, and, you know, now there's like, my nephew was in a production of Elf the Musical at his yeah. elementary school. So there's like new generations being raised with that as a Christmas classic. Around that same time, I think the same, the same fall or the same winter as maybe even open the same day in theaters was Love Actually. And I thought that Love Actually, it was just such an overwhelmingly sweet, um, absolutely 100% centered on Christmas movie. And I think as time goes on, we sort of look at some of the relationships uh, in that movie in a, in a societal sense in a different way than we did. But it's at the time, especially, and if you catch it now uh, in the right mood, there's just nothing more purely fun and, 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 and magical and funny than uh more so than than love actually i i I just love that movie um going back you know there's there's stuff like like you know if you want to have fun with it even like lethal weapon if we're talking about action movies um lethal weapon was written by shane black he's a guy who wrote a bunch of action movies that kind of all take place at christmas he also did uh the long kiss good night with samuel l jackson and gina davis that's a Christmas movie. He did a movie called Kiss Kiss Bang Bang in 2004, 2005 with Robert Downey Jr. and Val Kilmer. That's a Christmas movie. He did The Nice Guys. That was a movie with Russell Crowe and Ryan Gosling. That's a Christmas movie. So you've got all sorts of those Christmas movies. And then you've got your classics. Uh, you know, It's a Wonderful Life, uh, Christmas Story. White Christmas. Um, yeah. It's, 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 it's where your heart lies and, and, 
you know, or you, if you just want something with Christmas in it, you can switch on Hallmark and watch any number of generically interchangeable, but that's the fun of them, uh, formulaic uh, Christmas movies. Um, you know, with, with either Lacey Chabert or Dean Kane or any combination thereof. Um, so there's, there, like, I love that there's like, there's comedies, there's dramas, and then there's Christmas movies. It's 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 its own category of film and there's there's so many uh and so much to like about so many of them because i'm a guy that's always loved christmas and christmas movies i think like you were saying earlier they make you feel warm like a cup of cocoa yeah a hot cocoa and yeah there's there's something to be said for the nostalgia that we bring to them and and just the way that they make you feel all right i got 30 seconds left here let me give you one off the beaten path a little bit Uh, and it's not totally off the beaten path but jingle all the way with Arnold oh, Schwarzenegger and Sinbad. Sinbad yeah. has some of the greatest lines in a movie that I've ever heard in that movie. And it, 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 it's it's usually on in my house more than once uh, during the holidays. Adam, uh, appreciate the time. Good stuff, man. Have a nice holiday. Anytime we talk about Schwarzenegger, we're doing good. We're doing well. <laughs> it's Sinbad. Yeah, it's good stuff. And Sinbad. All right, Adam. Appreciate it. Much. Talk to you soon. Yeah, that's Adam Graham, the film critic over at the Detroit News. All right, you win, Brian. Die Hard, a Christmas movie. If Adam says it, it's got to be true. It's got to be true. So uh, you, you win this round. It's just not my ha, thing. Ha, ha. I just, I, I need, I like I said, I need marshmallows in my hot, my hot cocoa. And lethal weapon. Not that kind it of couldn't movie. be happier. And, <laughs> and lethal weapon. All right, got to take a break. More next on JR Afternoon.